to a neutral. Tell us why you're lowering the price target to 115 in this neutral call. Well, thanks for having me, Nicole. So uh, we track a lot of data points um, surrounding Peloton engagement. Um, and for a stock that is, is clearly a growth stock and, and has really defied gravity here over the last year and a half, uh, we've seen a slowdown in a number of these metrics. Um, these include a uh, number of times people are taking classes and challenges on the platform, a uh, number of miles logged um, on, the, on the bike, uh, and then also a bunch of uh, social media engagement uh, statistics, right? Likes and follows, um, as well as Google mm -hmm. Trends. These are all, you know, these would be healthy numbers, I think, for for most normal companies. But for a company that is that has grown so quickly, um, you know, I, I think that deceleration is is a little bit of a concern, and and certainly one where we would prefer to see where that bottoms out uh, at a neutral rating rather than an outperform. I see. So it's all about why we're thinking here that social media mentions and what the psychology is behind it. I mean, it's such an important metric that you're talking about, right? What's hot and what's not. Um, and I'm sure yeah, you're I mean, monitoring this. I wonder what the psychology is behind this and whether or not it comes back alive again. I mean, look, I mean, there's an argument to be made that uh, if you if you didn't buy a, a Peloton, uh, over the last year and a half, when really there were there were no other options available to you for the most part, certainly certainly few if any in-person options, um, you're less likely to buy it here in the near term. It doesn't mean that the company can't grow again, but I, I do think it's safe to say that they're transitioning into a phase where um, it's, it's going to be harder, right? Um, there's going to be more competition, both in terms of uh, in-person options, uh, as well as at-home options. I think there are there are more uh, opportunities to work out at home than there have ever been by a pretty wide margin. The, the pandemic uh, made sure of that. And so it's just going to be harder, I think, is the point. And for a company that is valued as highly as this one and is, is up, stock is up fourfold over the last year and a half, um, I think the bar is pretty high. And that being said, as we talk about the reopening trade, right, something like Peloton, I know there was an idea that Peloton would be put into colleges and business offices and gyms and everybody would subscribe and get on and, and sort of they'd have that recurring revenue. But uh, as you look at the reopening trade, and that obviously is hurting Peloton, at least for the near term, what's the, what's the big picture here? Are you seeing strength in other areas? Are there other stocks that you're watching more closely in our current environment? Well, sure. I mean, I, I, think, well, I think there's two separate issues. I, I, I do think that Peloton has forever changed the, the paradigm of fitness. Uh, and I'm, I continue to be a big believer that there will be a long-term secular trend away from in-person fitness and towards at-home fitness. That being said, as we think about near-term or medium-term trading patterns, I think Peloton is perceived to be one of the biggest winners of, of the pandemic, right, uh, in, in very select company in that regard. And so as I think about what make good trades, and again, this is, this is more about trades than, than longer-term investments, you know, I, I look at the theme parks, for example, um, as a great reopening trade. Um, you know, as of last week, I think every theme park in the United States is now open again. People are are ready to get back out and and certainly willing to spend. And I think 
particularly towards an, an outdoor and, and presumably safe activity. Um, theme right. parks really fit the bill. 